posing with my clutch, end up in my backseat, cursing out this bitch, she say I'm all about me, bitch you must be joking, go ahead with them emotions, I'm sipping boys, swinging always on that purple potion, smoking on the set, dope up in my pants, out that grill up in my mouth, so you might not understand, bitches in my section, got they pussy nails, swagger like can't help it, scrim the steady flexing, nah, song i really love that song um yeah that was suicide boys uh song was called gold 99 2000 and it was off their album um kill yourself part four hold on yeah kill yourself part four the tsunami saga um yeah really love that song it's it sounds for one part for one reason I love that song is because it's a actually decently length um, Suicide Boys song. They make a lot of music. They've made a lot of music and they make a lot of good music, but their songs are really short. So I guess you take the good with the bad. I mean, you gotta be superhuman to uh, make as much music as they've made. 
and have them be like normal length songs, but most of their songs are like a minute to two and a half minutes usually. But that song was a little bit longer, so I like that song for that reason. And it's a it's a good song. It's fucking it's a little hard, it's a little chill. Um I like it. You know, it's a, it's a good rap song. I like it. Not too crazy, not not too uh not too mellow. It's 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 a fun song. It's a fun little rap song. I like it. Um yeah, if I'm in the car and I hear that song, I usually play it like fucking at least at least at least twice. Um but let's see here. Uh man. It's been a hot minute since I talked to you, I think. I don't know. Whenever the last date was, um, probably a week, maybe a week and a f- maybe a week and some change ago, I talked. Maybe two weeks now. I don't fucking know. Anyway, if you're keeping track, uh, it's October twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen, at nineteen forty seven hours, and I'm pretty sure uh, the date is spoken on the last episode. So you could see how long I've been since I've talked to you. Um, and whenever I posted it, that was the day I recorded it. Anyway, any fucking way, I am chilling here. Got some uh, some news, some life happened. It's pretty good. Eating some Snickers, peanut butter, crisper. Got the Rice Krispies in them. Um, let's see here. It's been a pretty good week. It's been an interesting week, I should say. I don't know if it's really good or not. It's a little different. It's interesting. Um, let's see here. Where can I start? Um, since I work nights, it's kind of hard to keep track of this shit sometimes. But I got some good stories for you guys. Got some updates. If you give a fuck about me at all, or whatever I talk about. All right, let me start by, um, yeah, okay, let's just fucking jump into it. The beginning of this week, I believe, or the no, the beginning of last week. Shit, it's probably been three weeks since I talked to you guys. Beginning of last week on, shit, Tuesday? Yeah, okay, that's, that's probably it. Okay, here we go. I go to work Tuesday night. Right, as usual. And wait, was it Tuesday night? Fuck. God damn it. Monday night? Hold on. God fucking damn. This fucking night shit. I can't keep track of my fucking days, man. Let me check my call log because that's part of the story. So I could probably get it. I think I think this is it Nope, that's not it Um Shit Um This is it maybe No, that's not it This is it right here 16th Yeah, here we go Okay, 16th, October 16th, what day was that? 
Wednesday. Okay. Okay, so going to work. Yeah, going to work Tuesday night. All right, here we go. Going to work Tuesday night. Shift change. Usually what we try to do at shift change is just hot swap as much gear as we can to make it easy on everybody, right? Sometimes we'll hot swap um, our rifles. The only thing that we, the only thing that we usually don't hot swap is our pistol. Everything else, we try to hot swap it. So you could hot swap your rifle, your rifle rounds, your pistol rounds, fucking radio if you want to, your vehicle, all that shit. You could hot swap it with the shift coming off. Uh, day shift leaving and you coming on but anyway I hot swap with my homie from the police academy um, I hot swap my rounds with him my pistol rounds or he hot swaps his pistol rounds with me so I'm going on shift he's coming off he gives me his pistol rounds this is what happens he gives me two this three magazines 15 rounds a piece Alright, he gives me two two magazines, I put them in my pistol pouches, or my mag pouches on my hip. He goes and unloads his weapon, so he clears the weapon, ejects the round out of it, and puts the round back in his mag, and gives me the other mag. So I got three mags, I put two of them in my pistol pouch pistol mag pouches and put two uh, so he gives me all three alright I put two in my mag pouches on my hip and I put one in my weapon alright blah 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 I go to shift yada 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 I get off shift now I'm the last one coming off shift because I was I think at gate two or something like that so that's usually the last one to get relieved anyway I come in one of the other guys on my shift, he, as I'm walking up to the arms room, he takes two of my pistol mags off my hip, all right? As I'm walking up, he takes two pistol mags off my hip to un- start unloading them for me. Because for some stupid reason, we have to load and unload our rounds at beginning and end of shift and turn in our rounds separately from our mags, which is the, one of the reasons why we hot swap as much as we can, especially the pistol max, because we don't want to sit there and unload 45 rounds into a fucking ammo box and then load them up at the beginning of shift. It's fucking dumb. I'm not going to get into it. It's going to piss me off the reason why we do it or the reason they give us. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fucking do it. I'm not going to get into it. But anyway, he takes my pistol max off my hip and starts unloading them to turn in the rounds. As he's doing that, I walk over to the clearing barrel to clear my pistol. I take out the magazine, then I eject the round that's in the chamber, okay? And I put that bullet back in the mag. Even though I'm gonna walk 10 feet in the reverse direction, just unloaded, I put it back in the weapon, all right? So I walk over to him where he's putting the bullets into the pistol or into the bullet box as he's doing that I start doing it alright 
I notice there's a space missing because it holds, I think, 50 rounds. And we only have 45. So I notice there's a space missing. I continue to fill up or empty my mag into the box. All right. And then he says to me, uh, there's a round missing. Technically, this could be a big deal, but in reality, it's not. All right. Unless I actually did fire the weapon, which I didn't, and a round's missing, then it's a serious issue. If the weapon was fired, then yeah. A lost round in any other circumstance, who gives a shit? We'll find it, replace it, whatever. But anyway, he says there's a round missing. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then this is happening during the morning. So now day shift is coming on again. All right. So there's people around. Day shift is coming on. And I'm leaving. It's around 5.35, in the morning. So the guy I got these mags from is there. All right. So I'm looking around like, hey, maybe he lost a round. He's like, no, I didn't. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we're doing all this. And the guy who unloaded two of my mags for me goes and tells one of the sergeants in the arms room, like, hey, Brashir, um, um, what do you say? Ah, what do you say? I don't know. He's telling me, he's he's tell, he's telling one of the sergeants that hey, he lost a round. And I'm like, why are you fucking telling her? Let's look for this motherfucker first. Like give me a minute to look for it cuz there's a bunch of people around. Maybe I did drop it. Who knows? Let's look around cuz people since we have to unload these fucking rounds beginning and end of shift, which is dumb. One of the dumb things about this process is that people drop rounds all the fucking time. It happens at least, at least one, one person does this at the beginning or end of shift when they're unloading or loading up their mags. They're going to drop rounds. And that's one of the stupid things about it. So I could have dropped it. I know I didn't, but I could have. Who fucking knows? Because side note on... Tuesday morning, so from Monday to Tuesday, I get off work Tuesday morning, right? Before I go to work, I get off Tuesday morning, right? I get off Monday morning, my bad. I get off Monday morning. I drive down to Dublin to East Bay BMW to get my car service, maintenance, oil change, cabin air filter, blah, blah, blah. My appointment is at 1040 for this I show up early of course because I got off work at fucking like 7am so I take my car there I show up early I drop it off I go on a 10 mile bike ride exactly no 12 miles 12 mile bike ride exactly one hour right by the time I get back the car is not done yet of course my car gets done around 12.45 almost 1 o'clock and at that time I've already been awake for almost 24 hours at that point. All right. Because I go to work around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. 
So I'm getting off work Monday morning, right? Go to the BMW dealership, get my car fixed. And now it's almost one o'clock. So what am I going to do? Drive an hour home just to turn around for two minutes and go back. Because by the time I get home, it'll be time for me to leave work again. So what do I do? I say, fuck it. I go back on BART and I go back to work. Did not go to sleep, did not go home, nothing. I got off Monday morning, took my car in. All right, no, my bad. I got off Tuesday morning, took my car in, got done Tuesday afternoon, went back to work Tuesday night and worked all shift. So two shifts in a row, no sleep. And now this is going on. So maybe I did fucking drop because I haven't been to sleep for fucking like two and a half fucking almost three days now. So maybe I did drop it. But anyway, he tells her that there's a round missing. She acts like I just fucking raped her dog. Like, are you serious? I'm like, oh my fucking God, give me a chance to look for it before you start telling people. But anyway, only three people know about this. And a couple other people who are not sure if the round is missing, you know, during shift change that were there when I, when I noticed it was missing. They don't know if it's missing or not. But hey, it's a fucking gossip factory. Anyway, I start looking around for it. You know, we're looking around for it. And as we're looking, she calls my supervisor. Right. The one who already left. And he's a fucking piece of shit asshole. So I'm like, great. Like, bitch, why the fuck are you calling all these fucking people? It hasn't even been like two minutes of looking yet. Like, let us fucking look for it. It's a small, dirty fucking round because we unload them, unload them, unload them, and unload them, unload them, and unload them all fucking day. They're fucking dirty rounds. They're going to be hard to find. They're not shiny, all right? They're fucking tarnished. So it's going to be hard to see. They're almost fucking brown. So give us a fucking minute to look around. Before you start calling, you know, the president on me about losing a round. So, right. And as I'm still looking, now my fucking boss is calling me like 10 seconds later. Like, hey, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, I'm looking for this round. I'm guessing homeboy. This is what I'm guessing, Sergeant. I'm guessing that after he unloaded his weapon and to put that last round that he ejected back in the mag, it didn't go in. It fell out. That's what I'm guessing, Sergeant. And I'm looking for the round right now. It's not, it's, not, it's not a big deal yet. It's not officially lost yet. We just started looking. Blah, blah, blah. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm trying to find this shit. All right? So, you know, two minutes later, we fucking find it. It's right by the clearing barrel. It's right by the clearing barrel. So that means that he fucked up. He gave me a, he gave me a mag with one extra round, one, with, with one less round. Because the mag that I emptied out was full the mag that my buddy took from me and started to empty out was the one missing one all right so homeboy fucked up when he gave me his mags anyway we find it it's done i go upstairs change out of my fucking uniform i call my sergeant and say yeah i found it blah 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 it's like yeah i don't know what really happened but we'll address it tonight so I'm like what the fuck ever dude hang up the phone change get back on BART go home right but get this 
My bad. Back up. Before I leave, we have to go talk to our chief and do like a badge accountability check. Like basically just go up there and confirm my badge number matches me. You know, my name is attached to the right. It's, it's just, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't understand the process or why. But anyway, I go up there and talk to the chief with my buddy. He was right there next to me, you know, about this stupid thing we got to do. Then it was 10 seconds. And then he's, he's like, Hey, Oh man, you, you had me scared. I heard about, I heard about that round. It hasn't even been 10 minutes yet since this whole thing transpired. It has not been 10 minutes since we noticed the round was missing. And to now it hasn't even been 10 minutes. And he already knows about it. Why the fuck does the chief know? Why does anybody else besides the people that were involved know about it? Why are they calling all these fucking people? And the round was found within two minutes. Calm the fuck down. Give me a fucking chance to look for it. And hey, no one had to fucking know about this shit. It's not like it's a big issue. It was found, you know. It's not like it was actually lost. It was found. But who gives a shit? Like, wait a minute, you know. Like, take a fucking breath. Let's have a good look first. He didn't give a fuck. The chief didn't give a fuck. He was smiling and laughing about it. He didn't care because, well, probably because the round was found. So it's not a big deal anymore. It's instant. It's done. It's, it was. A, it could have been an issue, but we found out it's not because the, the round was recovered. So who gives a shit? Then, anyway... I change, I go, I ride my bike out, I go to the front gate to to leave, and I got another homie who works there on day shift, he's at the gate, and I was about to tell him what's, what happened, you know, because I didn't give a shit, it was fucking dumb, the round, it, it's, it's, a, it's a non-issue now, it's not a situation anymore, so I, I was going to tell him the story, so I roll up, I'm like, bro, like I'm rolling up to the gate to the guard shack, so I'm like, bro, you know, getting ready to fucking tell a story. And before I could even start, he's like, oh, what happened to your round, bro? I'm like, holy shit, you already fucking know about it? Jesus fucking Christ. So I'm, I'm guessing some of the day shift people that were coming on um, who noticed this little mishap, us looking for it, when they went to work, they probably told him. But still, holy shit, it hasn't even been half an hour, it hasn't even been 20 minutes yet. It's barely been 10 minutes since this whole event happened and ended. And he already knew about it at the front gate. This fucking place. Jesus fucking Christ. It's not that big of a fucking deal, people. Anyway, that happened. All right. <sighs> okay. So that was that day. That was story number one. Story number two. Same week. Uh, same shift. All right, so as I'm going home from that bullet incident, I come back on shift for Wednesday night. All right, so I go to work Wednesday night. I always drive. We have trucks, a couple trucks, couple couple SUVs, and, a, and I think two sedans. I always take the sedan because it's easy to hide that motherfucker around the facility and hide out if I want to. It's easier to hide a car than it is to hide a truck. So that's why I take it. And it has a CD has a CD player in it. So that way I could put my phone mount, one of those CD player phone mounts, I could put my phone in there. Anyway, I take the sedan most of the time now. So anyway, I go on shift Wednesday night. Alright? This is this is this next basically the next day after this bullet incident. I go to shift Wednesday night. I get my car, blah blah blah, and go on shift. Fucking whatever. I come back Thursday morning, you know, because I work nights. So go on shift Wednesday night, 
get off shift Thursday morning. I get off shift, everything's fucking fine. And from then, I go to meet my buddy, who's gonna we're gonna go see Joker, and I'm gonna get a tattoo. I'll fill you in on those things later. Anyway, I'm in the movie. We're in watching Joker about halfway through. And then I get a call from work. Definitely not answering that fucking shit. So I let that shit go. And then I get a text message from one of the sergeants that's on shift for days, for B-side days, because it's Thursday. So he texts me. I'll read it to you. Boom, boom, we go down here. Uh, where is it? Okay. This is what he texts me. Thursday evening, 5 p.m. I got off shift Thursday morning. I haven't gone to sleep yet. I haven't done anything. I went basically got off shift, went home. I think I took a nap, maybe. And then I woke back up, and we did this whole movie and tattoo thing. So I've been out of work maybe 10 hours. No, not even 10 hours. I've been off shift for maybe fucking five, four, three, two, one, 12, 11, 10, nine, eight hours. I'm not off work eight hours. So for all intents and purposes, I should be fucking sleeping pretty much right on my first day off, you know, or whatever. I'm off work way past my normal time to be doing anything as far as they're concerned. So this is Thursday evening after I got off work Thursday morning. All right. He texts me. Hello, this is Sergeant Peters. I need you to come in tomorrow at 0900 to fill out a sworn statement for damage to a patrol vehicle. Thank you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? First of all, fucking first of all, motherfucker, you know I work nights and I got off that fucking morning. And you want me to come in tomorrow in the morning on my day off? Hell fucking no. You want me to come in, number one, on my day off. And number two, during a time where I'm usually off work? Hell fucking no. They don't know. I mean, I could do it. I don't need fucking sleep, apparently. But as far as you're concerned, I should be off shift and sleeping at that time. Because I normally get off work at 6 a.m. So as far as you're concerned, 9 a.m. is a no fucking go. I'm asleep, as far as you're concerned. And second of all, what fucking damage to the car? Motherfucker, I write down everything wrong with that fucking car. Because I cover my fucking ass. Every little thing, because they don't fucking fix shit. I write it down every shift. The spotlight is loose. You try to turn that spotlight on the fucking car... It'll just fall fucking down. It is loose. The mechanism is loose. This will tell you the verbiage I write for this. Spotlight mechanism loose. That's my verbiage on the PMCS sheet. Also, the fucking radio. My only means or one of my means of communication with everybody else on shifts for my safety. My radio in the vehicle cuts out at random while driving. So I might not get communication. I have to turn on my fucking body microphone, my body radio. I write that down. I also write down 
when the fucking oil needs changing because I get a fucking alert on the dashboard. Oil. Uh, what do I write? Oil change required. Oil change needed on the dashboard. I write that down in quotations on my PMCS sheet. I also write down that the fucking coolant's low. I also write down that the fucking windshield wiper fluid is low every fucking time. All right. I also write down a new one that came up. I write down tire pressure sensor faulty. I write that down. And I also write to cover my ass various scratches throughout as well as I also write no new or major damage noticed because if I don't notice it, I'll write that. So I did various scratches throughout because who the fuck knows what little fucking scratches. These cars are fucking full of shit. They're shitty fucking cars. No one takes care of them because it's the fucking government. So that covers my ass. Various scratches. So I'm not going to mark down every scratch in the fucking car. Because I'm doing, first of all, I'm doing my fucking PMCS in the dark. So I can't fucking see every little scratch. So I wrote various scratches throughout. And no new slash major damage noticed. Boom. So what fucking damage are you talking about? But anyway, I kind of like this sergeant, so after I get out of the movie, I call him. Hey, Sergeant Peters, what's going on? Yeah, I need you to come in and do a sworn statement. Damage to a vehicle. I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. What damage are you talking about? I did not notice anything. What damage are you talking about? It's like, yeah, it looks like a pretty pretty big paint transfer. I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about, paint transfer? Where? Uh, on the back bumper driver's side. I'm like... Um, what color is it? What's it look like? I don't know. I didn't notice that any of that. If I did, I'd wrote it down because I write on everything else, as you can see. Because he said, "Yeah, we noticed this paint transfer," and he didn't write it down on your paperwork, motherfucker. Look at my paperwork. How much other shit I write down? How much in detail I am with every other deficiency in that car? I didn't fucking notice it. That's why it's not written down. So it must not be able to be seen very easily. Like, yeah, it's no big deal. Just come down and do a sworn statement. I'm like, uh, well, I'll, I'm not coming in tomorrow because I got drilled for fucking three days. So that's not happening. I'm not coming home until Sunday night. So, yeah. And then I got boat training the next day on Monday. They like, okay, oh, yeah, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to fucking Fort Hunter Liggett because he, he was in the military, so he fucking knows. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. All right, fuck off. Bye. So, anyway, that happened. Um, how do I want to continue this story? Cause I go to drill after that. Um, I'll just continue the story. Um, so that's story two, right? That's pretty much story two is the end of that. And I guess it's music time. It's been 30 minutes of me talking. You probably lost me. You probably lost me already. I try to keep it as in order as possible, but anyway, let's get some fucking music going. So I need to eat the rest of this candy, drink some water, and bob my head with you to whatever we got going on here. Let's see. Let's skip ahead to see something that we haven't really been a part of yet. What kind of music is a little fresh for this podcast? I want to get something fresh. Um... Something that I have something that I haven't readily seen a lot lately. I wanna see something new, something obscure, something fucking weird. What do you got here? 
Come on, give me something. Give me something weird. I know I got some fucking. I know I got something in here. All this fucking music. All this fucking music. Come on. I'm gonna try to give you guys something right down the middle here. Something right down the middle. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Okay, fine. I'm gonna gonna skip two more. Then we're gonna be done. One, two. No, it's too short. Okay, some rap. Whatever. More rap. Um, this album, right off the bat, I know is pretty good. Pretty good. This is a solid album. Okay, here we go. Do I, I keep forgetting, do I say the, the song info before or after? I say it before now. I say it before. All right. All right, here we go. This song is called So Disrespectful by Problem and off the album S2. All right. BRB. Motherfucker. 
see it in his living flesh, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Problem. All right. Um. Yeah, it was a nice little 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 baby banger, little nice little mellow banger right there. So disrespectful. So so disrespectful. Okay. Um. All right. So. All right. Um. Yeah. So they want me to write a sworn statement for some fucking paint transfer on a fucking car. Holy shit! Really? A sworn statement? This is like a sworn statement reserved for like serious shit, like basically under oath type shit. Jesus fucking Christ. And if it's paint transfer and not damage, get some fucking goo gone and wipe it off. Holy shit. Anyway, I go to drill, come back to work Monday, doing boat training now. I'm not on regular shift. I'm doing boat training, you know. Because I got to get a certified black and white doctrinated training for the boats. Three weeks straight, different levels of boat training. Anyway, Monday goes by and I see the female sergeant, the one from the story before. She's on day shift, A side days. So she asked me, like, do you, got, do you know about this fucking. Uh, Vehicle damage, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, I don't know. I just got back. I haven't even seen it. They told me on my day off about this. I have no idea what's going on, Sergeant. I have no fucking idea. Apparently, Sergeant Peterson, I got to write a sworn statement about it. She's like, yeah, it's not a big fucking deal. It's, it's, don't get fucking butthurt about it. It's nothing. I'm like, I'm not tripping because I know I didn't damage the car. And if it's just paint transfer, what the fuck are they going to do to me? It's not damage. If, if, it's, if it's legit just paint transfer, then whatever I don't care so like I'll fucking get it done so anyway uh, that was Monday Monday um, let me check let me check let me check something here before I continue okay so that was Monday alright um, that was it alright and I go to work I go back Tuesday, next day, boat training during the day. And then she says to me, like, did you get, you write that sworn statement? I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Then I'll send it to you. Okay. So after the boat training's done around four, 45, five ish, I guess, uh, I start in the classroom or yeah, I guess office, classroom, whatever. I start writing the sworn statement. I go online. I get the form to start filling it out. I fill out a fucking sworn statement the way that I was taught in MP school and how to write a fucking sworn statement. How I've always been taught to write a sworn statement in the fucking military. All right. I write my sworn statement. I write down what happened, when it happened, and who, what, where, when, why, how. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. All right. I get the shit fucking done. It's not a big fucking deal. It's not a big sworn statement. No one got shot. It's quick and simple. So I do it. I send it to her. All right. But while I'm writing it. All right. It's around 5.15, So I'm sitting there still writing it. And my shift, my normal shift starts to come into work. All my people. And so my fucking dumbass fucking sergeant boss comes in. 
He's like, hey, what are you still doing here? I'm like, hey, I'm writing that sworn statement. He just shakes his head. All right. One of the other dudes brought some pizzas in from Costco. So they're all smoking and joking, eating pizza, whatever. I'm in the back of the room doing my own fucking thing. Nothing to do with them. I'm not on their shift right now. Anyway, so he, my boss looks at me. He's like, you want to work four hours? I'm like, uh, can I? Am I allowed to? Is it going to fuck up my time? Is it okay if I work? doing all this, I don't want to ruffle no feathers, because I know you guys are all fucking weird about this kind of shit, can I, he's like, he looks at me, like, do you want to work four hours, I'm like, you know what, fine, fuck it, let's go, I'm here, let's go, I don't give a fuck, let's go, let's do it, I got you guys, they're all right, cool, and so, keep in mind, this is the kind of guy who talks to you, like, like, legit condescending, hardcore condescending type of talk, you know, he's, he's a real, Delusions of grandeur, authoritative, unnecessarily authoritative type of fucking leader. Administrator, I should say. He's not really a leader. Um, so, yeah, he he's usually talks like an asshole. He's a fucking asshole. Dickhead type, type of motherfucker, right? So, anyway, he's being real normal, you know. He can act like a normal person right now. So, um, they're all talking. I send the email, send the sworn statement to the sergeant from the day shift. So she's got it. That's what she wanted me to do. So I sent it to her. I'd even involve him in this email cause he's not part of this shit. So anyway, I, he's out in the hallway from the classroom. I go out of the classroom to walk upstairs to my locker to put my fucking gear on. Cause I gotta go to work now. As I pass him in the hallway before I go upstairs, he's like, you don't got to put your shit on right now, bro. It's okay. He said that to me. Like, why are you talking to me like a regular person? Like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Like, why are you talking to me like this? What's going on? Why are you talking to me like a normal fucking human being, an adult? But anyway, so I go back inside. We have our normal guard mount. All right. So he's like, hey, you're going to go to gate one until 730. And then after that, go to pier three. And then you know, just do four hours total and then you're good. I'm like, all right, cool. Too easy. I got it. All right. And then he says, oh yeah. He's like, yes. Okay. He's like, I see. He's like, yeah, go to pier three and you're done. I'm like, yeah, too easy. Like, yeah. He's like, thanks for, uh, thanks for helping out. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you acting so fucking like normal? Why? What the fuck is going on, bro? So I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got you guys. You guys are my shift. I got you guys. I'm here. Whatever. It's four hours. I don't care. I need to get my paycheck somewhere squared away because it's going to f- get fucked up with this admin schedule with no overtime. So it's too easy. I got you guys. Blah, 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 blah. All right. So I go upstairs to the locker room to get my fucking shit on. As I'm coming down, he's going up to put his uniform on. As he passes me. In the stairwell, he says again, uh, thank you for staying, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, motherfucker, what the fuck? I'm just thinking this in my head and like, I'm trying to fucking hate you. Why are you acting like normal right now? What the fuck's going on? All right, so anyway, normal shit. I get my fucking gear, get my fucking weapon. I just get my pistol. I don't get anything else. I'm only there for four hours. I go to gate one. Or to leave the person in gate one. I fill out all my paperwork right there. And some time goes by. And he calls me on the fucking landline phone. 
pick up the phone. It's him. He's like, hey, instead of when you close the gate at 730, don't go to Pier 3. Come back to the office, and we're going to go over your sworn statement. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, of course. It had to be something. Anyway, I'm like, okay, fine. 730 rolls around. I close the gate down, and I go back to the office. All right? I get in there, and him and two other people on shift that he called off, called off shift, came in. Like, okay, for, not, okay, now that I say it right now, on this very second, I'm thinking, why the fuck are there no people working right now? You needed me to work, but, and yet, you have two people off the street inside the office cleaning weapons. Why? There's like two other guys working right now. That's it. Anyway, I'm going to figure that one out later. Anyway, they got him and two other people inside the fucking classroom cleaning weapons. Cleaning the 240. Cleaning the M16s. Cleaning the fucking pistols. I'm like, um, did you want me to help you guys clean weapons or something? He's like, nah. Just go on the computer, pull up your sworn statement, and I'm going to have you... Delete your initials, delete your signatures, and delete your end of statement. Um, end of statement. Uh, I don't know if if you want to figure it out, go go online. I mean, this is me talking to you, listening right now. Go to a sworn statement. Find a sworn statement online. Twenty eight twenty three, Army Army Form twenty eight twenty three. Um, at the end of a sworn statement, you're supposed to write. You're supposed to have uh, slashes to go across the page and in the between those slashes it says in the statement so that way no one could add anything on it all right you get it. it's like finalizing the document no one could add anything onto it so i put that on there because that's what you're supposed to do in a sworn statement and he's like okay delete your signatures delete your initials and delete your end of statement on there and then we're going to add some stuff i'm like oh my god so i do it i send him an email with the revised version or the newly about to be edited version of the sworn statement He's like, all right, just let me know when you're done. I'm like, I'm done. I sent it. He's like, all right, I'll be right with you. Acting all fucking normal. I'm getting freaked the fuck out. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this guy. And where the, where the fuck have you been all the other days? All right. So we go into his office, sit down, and I'm waiting. Like, okay, here we go. He's going to find some stupid shit wrong with it. Blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, he does. And he's like talking to me, explaining it to me like a normal person, like a normal adult. He's like, yeah. Um, we're just going to go over some stuff, basically, uh, the way the form is filled out and then, you know, grammatical stuff and spelling. I'm like, okay, cool. Now, and I, when I sat down, I was like, I, I know what I did wrong. Cause the last one statement I wrote for like an open door or something like that, that we found, I was like, yeah, I forgot to put this, uh, block of, you know, our, our agency name and my physical signature on it. It's like, no, 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 no. You only do that for an investigatory sworn statement. This one's a different type of sworn statement. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, first of all, I'm like, why are you being so nice and explain it to me this well, like a normal human being? And second of all, why the fuck we do it two different ways? A sworn statement is a sworn statement. Why do it two different ways? Anyway, I'm like, okay, I guess I didn't need to put that in there anyway. Cool. He's like, yeah, I'm just looking at your thing. And then you see some grammatical errors. I'm like, what the fuck? No. He's like, oh, see. You got some lowercase eyes here for your eyes, you know, speaking about yourself. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. It's three. I missed three. I admit I didn't capitalize three eyes. Whatever. 
So I do that, blah, 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 capitalize them. So I said, now what we're going to do, the reason I had you take out the end of statement part is because we're going to add a Q&A. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, a Q&A for paint transfer on a car? I can't believe this shit. I cannot believe this shit still. So anyway, question. Did you PMCS the vehicle prior to the shift? Yes. Question. Um, did you notice the paint transfer? Answer. No, I did not. Simple shit. Are you aware of how to document new damage and who to tell about it? And if so, what is it? Yes, I do. I document the new damage and I inform my supervisor. That's my answer. And then, um, shit, shit, shit. Like four question and answers. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, fine. We do that. Finally get it done. And then done. It's done. Sworn statement's fucking done. And at this time, it's probably around uh, 8.45-ish. So I'm supposed to be getting off at 9 anyway. I'm only working four hours from 5.30 to 9, right? I guess that's four hours, yeah. So he's like, all right, just go drive around. I'm like, okay, too easy. So I leave. So I got to drive halfway across the admin side, get out of the car, open the gate, get back in the car, drive through the gate, stop the car, get out of the car, close the gate, drive to gate two, stop the car, get out of the car, open the gate, drive through the gate, stop the car, close the gate, get back in the car. Then I take my sweet ass time driving all the way across that part of the fucking base to gate five, which is basically like one of the farthest points. So that takes, if I drive the speed limit, just driving the speed limit, it takes me about fucking probably six minutes. So I drive 20. Get there. Boom. Paul 45, gate five checked. Roger, dispatch copies. Take my time getting back. So I'm about to just basically just do all that just to go to gate five and come back and, and leave. So as I'm leaving, I'm about to go back to gate two to leave. They call me, Paul four five dispatch. Go for four go for far five. Yeah, could you go check building E eighty five and one oh six for an open door? See if there's see if they left any doors open. Roger in route. I go down there, I do my fucking job, the doors are all locked. Dispatch is Paul 45, E85 and 106, clear. Roger, dispatch copies. All right, now I'm fucking done. So I take my time, I go through there, go back to gate two, stop the car, get out of the car, open the gate, drive through the gate, stop the car, get out of the car, close the gate, drive across the street to the admin side. All right. Then stop the car, get out of the car, open the gate, get back in the car, drive through the gate, stop the car, get out of the car, close the gate, get back in the car, and I drive back to the office to turn my shit in. So now it's about 9.05 after doing all that shit. Um, 9.10 almost. Get it back in there. Those two fucking fools are still cleaning weapons. I'm like, hey, Sergeant Hardy still here? He's like, yeah, he's in his office. Door's closed, so I knock on the door. I hear from behind the door. One minute. Okay, so I stand there and get on my fucking phone. Five fucking minutes later, the motherfucker comes out. Like, what the fuck are you doing in there? I wait for fucking five minutes. Jesus fucking Christ, you jerking off in there? 
That's what I was thinking. Like, Jesus Christ, five fucking minutes to open the door? Okay. All right. All right. So I'm just like, I just like do a, a hand motion to my stuff. Like, want to go out of the arms room and turn the shit in or what? Like, no, don't don't worry about all of that stuff, man. This, this is exactly what I was talking to me. I'm like, how you, why the fuck are you talking like a normal person? I'm still fucking like racking my brain about this. He's like, yeah, don't worry about your stuff. Just unload your weapon. Put your mags and your weapon and your radio on the inside of the office right here. And then you're good. I'm like, okay. So I go outside, clear my weapon properly, come back inside, take my shit off, put it on the weapons rack. And he's like, all right, bye. See you. Thanks for coming out. Thank you. I'm like, no problem. Blah, 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 blah. No problem. Fuck off. Bye. All right. So that happens. All right. Cool. Taking my shit off. And then. Um, yeah, so I'm about to get on my bike, leave the office and go back down to the front gate and leave. So as I'm about to get into, as soon as I step on my bike, I call my buddy in dispatch. I'm like, Hey bro, I'm leaving on my bike. Can you come outside and open the side gate? Cause the dispatch is right next to the front gate. So it's literally like a 30 second walk from the dispatcher's chair to the gate that I'm trying to get out of. Yeah, bro, I'll open the gate for you. So as soon as I turn the last stop sign before the gate, he's right there. He opens the gate before I even get there. So I'm about to just roll through the gate and leave. So I'm about to say, hey, you know, bye, see ya, blah, 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 blah. As I'm rolling through the gate saying these words, he's like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, where? He looks down. He sees a car in our entryway. So basically, there's a car parked on the outbound side of the front gate. So basically facing out of our facility. So I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is, man. They're fucking lost. People people come at this part of the road where we are, where our two facility entrances are. People get lost there all the time because it's basically a dead end after that. After our two gates that are right across the street diagonally from each other, after our second gate, it's basically a dead end. It's the town... It's like the smallest little town in the world. It's like fucking 30 people who live there. So people get turned around there all the time. So anyway, so it's like probably some person's fucking lost, you know? So he has, he's like, yeah, go see who that is. I'm, I'm going to call uh, Kearns and have him come down there and uh, check him out too. I'm like, uh, okay, I have nothing on. Like, I don't have any equipment on. It's first going to be fucking shoot me. Who fucking knows? I'm 99% sure that's not going to happen. So I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. That's just in hindsight. Like a fucking police hat on. Anyway, I'm like, all right, bro, see you later. He closes the gate. I roll over there. And I roll up to the car on the driver's side because they're facing out towards the street with our facility behind them. All right. So I'm about, mm, I'm guessing six feet away from the car, parallel with the driver. And I don't do anything. I don't knock on the window. I don't do any hand motions, nothing. I just stand there because I don't know who this fuck this person is. It's late at night. I'm on a fucking bike and I'm fucking in civilian clothes. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to stand there. If they notice me, cool. If not, I'm going to fucking head the fuck out because chances are there's fucking lost, right? So it's a fucking woman in the car. She's on her phone. She finally sees me and kind of like screams like, eh, you know, I hear her inside the car. She's like, after she does that, I don't do anything. I don't motion the road on the window. I don't do anything. I just stand there. So five seconds later, she rolls down the window. I'm like, 
How you doing, ma'am? Uh, are you looking for somebody? Are you lost? You just turning around, or what's going on? It's like, oh no, I'm waiting for Hardy. What? Oh, okay. In my head, I'm like, this motherfucker, bro. This motherfucker. I'm waiting for Hardy. Okay, I got you, motherfucker. FYI, in case you forgot, Hardy is my dickhead fucking boss. The one I've been wondering why he's been acting so cool. Yeah, she's waiting for him. Wow, okay. So in my head, I'm like, this motherfucker, bro. Okay, I got you covered, bro. I got you. I got you now, motherfucker. So anyway, I say to her, all right, uh, if you just wait right here, I'm going to call somebody. I'll get you hooked up, and I'll get him down there if you need him. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. He said he's coming down in like a minute. I'm like, okay. I just, that's what I say. I say. I say, okay. And then literally, literally like 10 seconds after she said that, he's coming out of the same gate that I came out of, out of the side gate. He's coming out of the side gate and looping around to come in the front entrance. And I stand there next to the car. He's about halfway to the car. And I roll out on my bike and I give him the fucking deuces. He knows it was me. I give him the deuces and I just ride off. Right? So I'm about fucking 200 feet from our entrance. And I get right on my fucking phone. I'm riding my bike to the BART station. And I get on the fucking phone. I call my homie in dispatch. I'm like, hey, bro. And before I could finish, he goes, yeah, that that uh, that person was for Hardy. He said he's going to meet her out there. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm telling you this right now because I just got done talking with her. And Hardy rolled up. He's, he's like, who was she? I was like, dude, I don't fucking know who the hell she was. But she didn't look very fucking desirable, if you know what I mean. She didn't look too like an upstanding citizen, if you know what I mean. He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, bro. That's why I'm calling you because she looked kind of a little sketch. She looked kind of a little ratchet, bro. He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, bro. That's Yeah, that's why I'm calling you. And he's like, she didn't look like girlfriend or wifey material. I'm like, negative. She did not. She had that little crack essence to her. Like, she probably hit a crack pipe more than once in her life, if you know what I mean. Um, he's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, she she wasn't very, uh, wasn't very bring home to momish, if you know what I mean. He's like, that is fucking crazy, bro. I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, just remember this because this motherfucker likes to fucking fuck with people. So I'm going to remember that. That's why I want him to know that let him know that I know, you know, I made sure that he saw me when I left because he wasn't expecting me to be there because everybody else is working. He's got two people inside cleaning weapons. He's got other people on the other side, on the other side of the base, you know, and it's nighttime. There's nobody there. There should be nobody at that front entrance. So that's why it's free and clear. He th- so he thought, but he didn't count on me riding a bike outside. Because if I was in a car and I left, I would have been gone already. But since I left work and I was riding a bike, I wasn't traveling as fast as in a car. So his timing was off. So he was probably thinking, okay, fine. He's gone. It's nine o'clock. Blah, blah, blah. Time goes by. Let me go out here and meet this fucking bitch. There should be nobody out there. But no, I was just in time. For this little fucking shady shit going on. And then, so yeah. 
I told that story to some people because fuck him. I want people to know about this shit. I want that rumor getting out. That place is a rumor mill and I will contribute. In this case, I will contribute to rumors and spread them because he's a fucking asshole every other fucking day. So I don't give a fuck about him. I'm going to spread those fucking rumors. I want people to know he's doing shady shit. As I'm telling these stories, apparently, this ain't the first time he's done this shit. He fucking like, he does this. Not like he's done it before. He does this like almost regularly, I guess. So I'm like, okay, fine, cool. I got you. I got you, bro. You want to fuck around? I got, just remember that I know the shady shit that you fucking do out here. All right, so that was story number three. That's the end of the stories. <sighs> For work, anyway. And so, um, another update, I guess you could say. Um, wait, what, you know what? I'll keep talking. Um, I applied because fuck this job. I've been applying, I've been trying to find other jobs since I fucking started here because this place is a fucking joke. So I applied for. Um, another federal police job in Sacramento and this time I did it right you know I think I told you guys before how you gotta do the right algorithms you gotta have those keywords in your resume so that cause it's just a computer looking at your shit before it gets to you know actual HR department so you have to have those keywords so the algorithms pick up on your fucking resume you know and then for federal for federal police jobs, you have a questionnaire like, uh, have you done X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And then you have a couple of choices like, yes, I've done it. No, I haven't done it. Yes, I've done it with supervision. Yes, I've done it with extreme supervision. No, I haven't done it at all. Or, you know, I'm an expert in this. Blah, 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 blah. Different questions and what's your level of knowledge on it, basically. So one of the one of the two tricks is for federal police jobs, if you are at a certain level, keep in mind, you have to have the right keywords and the right verbiage in your resume so that the computers and algorithms will pick up on your resume, first of all. And the second part of that, first of all, is after you're done submitting your resume, you have to go to the actual agency site. So basically a government site aside from USA jobs. Then they're going to ask you that questionnaire and that's where you're going to answer knowledgeable, not knowledgeable. I've done it. I've done it with supervision. I've done it with mild supervision or I'm considered an expert in this field, blah, 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 blah. And the other part of that is you answer expert to every single question they ask you. I didn't do that before. What I did before was I answered truthfully. And most of my shit was either I've done it with minimum supervision or I am an expert. They don't want to see that. You got to put expert on everything. Because, like I said, if you are at this level, you can do this. Because for me, being an MP and being in the police academy and the civilian side, all this knowledge I have and experience for the past almost eight years of being an MP, all the questions they asked me, officially and unofficially, I am an expert because they are asking as if you are just some guy off the street. And by off the street, I mean someone with no policing experience, no law enforcement knowledge, none of that shit. That's what I mean by off the street. 
So someone with, you know, someone who, you know, who's like 25 years old and they worked at retail their whole life and they have no law enforcement experience or knowledge whatsoever, that's off the street. But me, compared to them, I am an expert. So I should be writing that, even though technically a lot of shit that I haven't done, I'm not an expert in. But compared to someone who, who's not me, or at my level of knowledge and experience, I am an expert. So this time, I didn't fuck around. I had the right verbiage in my resume, and I put expert on everything. So now, boom, I fucking pinged my ass hell fast. As soon as I hit submit, hit submit the day before the job posting closed, the next day, boom, your resume has been referred. Boom. You have been, you have, um, you have been considered for this position. Boom. You are one of the most qualified for this position all within one day. I got those emails back to back in one fucking day. So I am already in the final, however many they picked. There's only two positions available. So I am there. I am in the final four. I could say I'm in the finals. I just got to wait for them to either pick me or pick me and call me one of the two. So hopefully that goes down because I'm going to make it like an extra 15 grand more. And I'm guessing it won't be any fucking pieces of shit as dweebs at this fucking place. So I hope I get that one. I won't, I won't save any time on gas. I won't save any time on traveling. It's about the same distance, just in a different direction. I'm still going to be driving or traveling either or a hundred over a hundred miles a day, but that's fine. I'll take that hit. I'm not, it's not even a hit. I'm just maintaining. It's just a sidestep in, in terms of the commuting department. You know, my, my, my commute is just a sidestep. I'm not gaining or losing anything. It's the same distance. But I'll take that. I'll continue that stress, I guess, I, I guess you could say. I'll continue that um, for the extra money. And extra, I'm hoping... I mean, it'll be a win because I'll probably be less stressed out. I probably won't hate going to work as much as I do now. Um, and there's much more room for growth there than compared to here. Um, anyway, so that that's going on now. Next thing is I'll jump backwards, kind of. I go to drill for three days. We had a three-day range at Fort Hunter Liggett. And we did M16 qualifying and we did um, M9, 9 mil, day and night qual. Did all that. But anyway, um, I find out there's a new guy in my platoon, I believe. Yeah, he's in my platoon. New guy in my platoon. Just so happens that this new guy, he's an older dude. Um you know, dad, dad age, um, just so happens he works at the facility that I'm replying to. Holy shit. Good for me. So I get to talk to him about this fucking place. And my other boy, I'm pretty sure I told you about this, the one that told me how to do the algorithms and put expert in everything. He works at the facility in Martinez. When I applied to, I tried to apply for the last time. And apparently these two facilities basically are brother and sister facilities. They're pretty close to each other, I guess. So they know each other. 
these two people. They know each other. They know the same people that each other works with because I guess it's not uncommon for these two facilities to share employees. So that's cool. So I got all the ends. I got my boy in there right now keeping an ear out and putting bugs in people's ears about me to get this fucking job because I get the fuck out of Concord. Um, so that's going on. And yeah, they're telling me all this shit. I'm not going to go into it. They're telling me all this shit. And I'm just like, fuck, man, you're going to tell me all this shit. I'm going to go back to work and be checked the fuck out. <sighs> all right. So that's going on. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I heard this correctly, but I'm going to ask, I'll probably ask them next month at drill. Cause we got another range again. I'm like, pretty goddamn sure they said that my first sergeant, like my actual first sergeant right now, he also works there too. So if that's true, oh my god, I am gonna be fucking golden. Um, yeah. So, what else? Okay, yeah, I was gonna record yesterday with all these stories that I just told you right now and updates, but I'm glad I didn't because there's one little thing. I want to add to this little episode. I think I don't think I I, I can't think of anything else. There's been other shit that's pissing me off, but I'm not. I'll save it. Maybe it'll pop in my head tomorrow. Um, and maybe I'll record it tomorrow. I don't know. But anyway, on the way to work. Yeah, on the way to work today, I'm at. Um, I forgot what station it was. I think it was Antioch. Yeah, I think it was Antioch. So I drive to Antioch's BART station, and I sit in my car, and I take a nap for about an hour. Because I got to get there at somewhat early. For this now, for, for this admin schedule I'm on, I got to get there in the morning this time. I'm not going in the afternoon, I'm going in the morning. So I got to get there kind of early before the parking lot fills up. Oh, one of the things that pisses me off about fucking Antioch BART station is how they have, if you know BART, if you're someone who uses BART and lives in California, the Bay Area, you know what I'm talking about. It's the 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 um, the parking passes, the permanent parking passes. There's two of them for BART parking. You have a regular placard that um, that lets you park there for a fee, a daily fee, like three dollars a day. A regular placard, anyone could get one. Then there's the permanent. I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. The permanent parking passes where you pay a monthly fee and you basically get like a semi-reserved parking area, right? So it's like no one could park there unless they have a permanent parking pass, which they pay hundreds of dollars a month for. And there's a waiting list, No, pretty much no matter what bar station you go to. Anyway, to park in these spaces, you have to have that pass. And no one is allowed to park there either without that pass or until 10 a.m. After 10 a.m., anyone could park anywhere they fucking want. Or anyone could park in those uh, those reserved parking spaces. So if there's an open reserved parking space after 10, 10 a.m., go for it. All you need is a regular parking pass at that point. Um, but before then... It's only people with a super duper special pass. And if you park there and they catch your ass before 10 a.m., it's going to be a $75 fine. And I've gotten a couple of them. Um, Because sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But anyway, there's way too many reserved parking spaces at Antioch Bart. Way too fucking many. Way too many. Usually, 
the reserve parking spaces are like not that big, you know, maybe almost half of total BART parking, maybe. But for, for Antioch, there's way too many. For some, from some, for some stations, it's okay. They'll fill up, you know, they're used. These reserve parking spaces are actually used a lot of the times during the week. But for Antioch, I noticed that they're not because I'm there in the morning, you know, for the next three weeks, I'm going in the morning now. I notice that at prime commuting hours between 5, 6, 7 a.m., pretty much 8 a.m., rest of the parking lot's full. At when I, by the time I get there, pretty much just like 99% full. Like you are actually driving around looking for a parking space. You know, there's two, there's two chunks of parking spaces on either side and a strip down the middle. And in uh, a, a strip of covered parking, or partially covered parking in the middle. So there's a lot on one side, a lot on the other. And then in the middle, there's covered parking. And three, I think it's three three rows of parking in the middle, the three rows that are closest to the actual train, of course, those are reserved. Pretty much the whole length of the the center. And it's long. It's fucking long. But I noticed that in the morning, 5 a.m., when everything else is full, those reserved parking spaces are empty. What the fuck? Cut some of those reserved parking spaces down for people. Goddamn. But hey, I get it. Most people with those reserved parking spaces who make enough money to, to spend $100, $125 plus a month just for a parking pass, they probably don't got to be at work that early. I get it. Like It's true. Like People with those parking passes have been working in the Bay Area for a long time because the waiting list is insane. Like You're probably never going to get one unless someone gives it up. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people on a waiting list to get one of those parking passes. And these people usually got some money. And usually in the Bay Area, people who make a lot of money don't got to be at work or got to get up that early like the rest of us do. They could stroll into work at 9, 9.30, 10 p.m. if they wanted to. Usually, that's where the climate is. But anyway, these parking spaces are pretty much empty. For most of the day, I'm, I'm assuming at that at Antioch Station anyway, not many too many people, you know, with parking passes, I'm guessing don't are not getting on BART at Antioch. So let's cut down these reserved parking spaces and give them to some regular people. Holy fucking shit. Because I had to park in one of those and I got caught up. I got a $75 ticket again for parking the reserved parking space because there's no other fucking spaces. Ugh. Anyway, that pisses me off. Anyway, back to the original story. Today, in the morning, I wake up from my nap in my car, pull my bike out of the trunk, put my front tire on, start waking up a little bit as I'm riding to the actual BART station to get on the train. So I get up there to the platform, waiting for the train, and I make I get to the train just before it arrives. Like it's like on the, the train is there. So I'm right on time. And I hang because in these fucking diesel trains that they got at Antioch, if you know what I'm talking about, 
you're in the Bay Area, you know BART, you know what I'm talking about. These things are so, there's only three cars, and they're not like regular BART cars. They're, they're fucked up. Put it simply, they're not BART friendly, or they're not bike friendly. So I wait to the very end, and it's just a transfer station, because you go from Antioch BART in these fucked up ass cars, these fucked up ass train compartments, right? There's only three of them. And you're going to ride the fucked up train from Antioch. You're going to go down two two stops, right? And then you're going to get off and then get on a regular BART train at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Bay Point. So you're only riding these fucked up trains for two stops, and then you get off and get on regular train and continue on down the line. So people, what they do is when they get on these fucking trains at Antioch and at um, Pittsburgh Center Station, when these people are getting on, they don't go sit down. They just stand up. They all stand by the fucking door because you're, you know it's a short trip. You're on the you're on the train for like fucking. There's only three stops on the train before you you have to get off and transfer to another train. So it's like a fucking a ten minute train ride. So no one goes. There's plenty of seats. There's a lot of seats. You know, actually there's not. The train the the cars are pretty small. The the cars are really small actually. There's not a lot of seats. But the the fact is that people don't use them. There's a lot of seats unoccupied. Everyone's standing down in the, in the, the seats are elevated almost. There's some seats down at the bottom, and then there's the rest of the seats. You go up a step or two, and they're elevated. No one's sitting in those seats. They're all congregated down by the door because they want to get off really fast and transfer over to that next train and get a good seat on that train. So everyone's just huddled around the doors waiting to get off. They're not sitting down because they want to be off, the first ones off the train to run across the platform, you know, 10 feet to get on another train. Jesus fucking Christ, people. I got a fucking bike and you guys are all huddled around. Go sit in the fucking seats. How, how, how much better of a seat do you think you're going to get by huddling around the door? Unless you're at the fucking door, your face is up against the glass on the door. Who gives a shit, man? Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down in the chairs. There's like 10 seats that are unoccupied because everyone wants to sit down and stand in the middle and wait for the train to stop and get off and transfer. Sit the fuck down. Ease up the fucking congestion a little bit. Jesus fucking Christ. So I'm there with my fucking bike in this smaller than usual BART car and all these fucking people are around me like, sit in the fucking seats. Holy shit. you're You're not gaining anything by standing here. There's too many people for it to make a difference at this point. So any that that's that's kind of how it works at Antioch with those fucking stupid trains. So I get there and the train is actually there. I get down the platform. I'm like right on time. The train doors are about to open, and there's this lady in front of everybody. And as the doors open, I I sense this commotion. So she's like basically pushing people out of the way to get inside this train. Right. Because she wants to be one of those fucking people to get off the train first at the transfer point. So she's like literally physically pushing people out of the way to get in there. And then got this guy, this big fucking black dude. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's just like, no, you're not. He's like trying to like stop her. Like, hey, calm down, lady. You know, what? it's not that big of a deal. You know, I think that's what he was trying to do. 
And he's just like, what are you doing? No, stop. Like, you need to stop pushing people around to get on this fucking train. There's a little, there's, there's a little commotion. But anyway, the, the people get on the train, right? And, you know, there's a little bit back and forth about it in the train. I'm not paying attention. Um, I'm just, I'm still waking up. And so I'm just like, what the fuck ever? And so I look down. You know, there's there's other black lady on there. This little fucking ghetto chick. She's talking like, man, this fucking bitch is crazy. Like, she you're gonna be pushed up on the wrong people and get hurt one day. You know, she's just talking shit. She's not doing anything, but she's just talking shit. Cause like, yeah, I I feel her. It's fucking dumb. Like, bitch, calm the fuck down. Like, why are you shoving people on a fucking train? Calm the fuck down. Anyway, I look down, and uh, sitting next to them, kinda, you know. With her back against the window. She's just got this other fucking big old fucking fat bitch crying. Because I guess this other lady pushed her too. Or traumatized her in some fucking way. In this little, you know, 10 second, you know, fucking conflict that they had at the door. She's like crying. She's like talking on the phone to someone crying. Like legit crying. Like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? I didn't see exactly what happened. I know there was some commotion about people trying to get on a train. I know that much. But whatever the fuck happened, no one no one fell on the ground. No one got hit. There was barely any raised voices. So why the fuck are you crying right now? What? How sensitive are you that you're crying in this fucking situation? I was getting kind of fucking mad. I'm like, well, this bitch was crying for a good hot minute. Like, we got on in Antioch. And this is only a three-stop trucking train before you got to transfer. And she was like crying the whole fucking way. It's, it's a good 10 minutes train ride before you got to get off the train. She's like crying on the phone to somebody about telling them about what happened. Like, bitch, the fuck are you crying about? Jeez, you're a fucking grown woman. She had to be at least fucking in her mid 30s. Older than me. And this bitch is fucking crying about this. I didn't even know she was involved. All I saw was this, this stupid older lady and this black dude, you know arguing about whatever I didn't even see her so whatever the fuck happened she was not very much involved and she damn sure not involved enough to be crying Jesus fucking Christ bitch you're fucking crying about this gee I feel, oh man I hope nothing significantly adverse happens to you in life you're gonna be a fucking wreck Jeez, I'm surprised you'll be able to fucking carry on during the day crying over this shit the fuck Anyway, so yeah, that happened today. God fucking damn. Um, I'm going to end on one one kind of annoyance. I created a route. I'm pretty sure I told you guys. I created a bike route from work that goes around the backside of the hills. And then will shoot me down into Antioch Bart. So that way I could get some fucking miles in on my bike. And... Uh, instead of just taking BART right by work, I could just ride my bike back to my car at Antioch BART. It's about 18 miles, I think, the route that I had planned. I didn't get, uh, so I was trying, I'm going to try to use it yesterday. That's what I tried to do. I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to do it. I got off a little bit early this today. I'm going to try and do this route. I'll get like 20 miles in. Cool. Don't have to get on the train and none of that shit. I could just ride right back to my car. No. I take the route. It's like literally the, the the route starts like directly like like a hundred feet from my front gate at work. 
So I just have to go make a right turn and go up this road and get on this path. Looking at it from Google Maps and on Strava, it's, it's a nice paved, semi-paved road that runs along, you know, like basically a waterway or aqueduct. It runs zigzags and coils and turns around that whole thing behind in the hills of Concord and Antioch. And then I drop down into, you know, kind of normal roads and then I'm in Antioch BART. So I ride up the road, ride up this road. It's like basically a residential road to go up to go up there and then you just turn onto this aqueduct road. Or so I thought. I tried it yesterday, I go up there. And the fucking has got a gate on it. It's a fucking public water fucking not public waterway, public waterworks. So it's locked up. Like no one you have to, you got to be a contractor or a city worker to open that gate. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like why does it say on Google Maps that I could fucking go on that road? Maybe at one point you could, but not now. So I'm like, fuck, are you kidding me? Like they have a gate right there. Like and it's a nice, it's like nice paved road along the aqueduct it would have been fucking perfect to ride on that road so I go back down the hill I'm looking for another way up maybe maybe there's another way up there maybe there's another access point to this road I'm going through this fucking neighborhood and nothing so I'm like fuck it no I'm done like 20 minutes later I'm like I'm fucking done I go back to that main part where I'm supposed to go to that gate and I'm like like looking at it like Cause there's a bunch of locks and there's no chain on the gate. There's a bunch of locks. Like it's locked with locks. Like the chain is locked. So that basically whoever has access to that gate could just unlock it. And then, you know, it's a chain made up of locks. If that makes sense. If you've seen that before and it's, so it's not very close, very tight. If I wanted to, I could squeeze through my body. That's how, that's how open the gate was. If I wanted to, I, I could squeeze through, but to get my bike through, I'm like, maybe I could probably fandangle it. I could probably shimmy my bike in there as well if I wanted to. If I was going to stand there for fucking five minutes and try. I wanted to. But then I was also thinking like, okay, fine. If I, if I do get in there, what about getting out? That's the problem. So let's say I do get in there and I ride this route. And then it comes to another gate that could be very much closed, very tightly, and I can't get out. That could be a possibility. And since it's locked, obviously I'm not supposed to be in there. That normally wouldn't bother me on most rides. On a real ride, I've done it before because I know probably on the other side I could get out. But this situation, if I did go in, aside from the fact that I might not be able to get out on the other end, I could also run into somebody in there that I'm not supposed to run into could be some worker in there fucking wrap my ass out so i'm like fuck it i'm not gonna go in it's not worth it so i just went back down the hill got back on bart as regular and then boom 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 came home (sighs) um but yeah that's pretty much it for all the way up until now what's happened to me since the last time i talked to you boat training uh we're done tomorrow with the first section or first chunk of it we got three weeks of it total so this first week is going to be done tomorrow got a final test i guess we've been doing some good driving some fun driving learning some good shit and the instructors are cool which is nice the instructors are really like normal people they're chill they're funny they know how to have a good time cool we're gonna have some new a few new instructors next week 
on Monday. And then apparently the third week is the fun shit tactical operators course. So that's when we're going to be doing some high speed ass boat training. But anyway, that's what's going on with me and what has gone on with me in the past two, three weeks, I guess. Um, and that's it. I'm fucking done. My voice is getting dry. You can probably tell. It's time for me to eat some candy, some chips, and watch TV. And I'll probably jerk off or something, too. I don't fucking know. Uh, it's getting kind of late. So I got to wake up at like fucking 3 or 4 and get in and start this whole shit over again. So let's find some fucking music. And you guys can drift off and do whatever the fuck you're going to do before you start listening to me. Um, I don't know. I'm going to try and find something a little... A little fun to end out on here. Let's see what we can get. I do not know this song off the top of my head. I don't even remember this album off the top of my head, but hey, it's a good length of song and the band is fucking solid anyway, so we're gonna end with that. Um Alright, yeah, I'm done. I'm fucking done. It's nine o'clock, so Alright, here we go. The song is called Divinations by the band Mastodon from the album Crack the Sky, S-K-Y-E. All right. Yeah, I'm out. Later. <laughs>